Welcome to Uniquely Me, Voice of the Asian Community. I'm your host, Tasneem Hassan. And I'm your host, Tangine Twinkle. This podcast is about South Asian women who want their unique voices to be heard in the South Asian community and beyond. The podcast is a segue to conduct meaningful conversations about South Asian culture. So let's get the conversation rolling. Today's episode highlights South Asian women in filmmaking. And to discuss this topic today, we have Asta Verma, an award-winning director and producer who is currently based in Los Angeles, raised in Dubai. She produces stories that bring out the realness in our world and societies. She wants to tell stories that viewers can learn from her movies. So hey Asta, so tell us about tell us more about yourself. Like what do you like to do in your free time? Hey, first of all, thank you so much for having me, guys. I think it's an honor to be uh, discussing my little bit of uh, experience in film, and I'm really <laughs> glad to be here. Um, so yes, like you mentioned, I'm a filmmaker, and I'm primarily a writer, director, producer, and I'd like to tell stories which are more focused towards women and uh, women's rights. And I hope to be continuing to making those kind of stories. And about myself, I grew up in Dubai, and I, in fact, I even went to uh, went to uh, you know my undergrad and did my undergrad where the same was. So that's where we know each other. from and uh, she was actually the one who actually you know inspired me to do something more creative and really tap into that side of me and I, i'm really always forever grateful for that through these applications through everything it was always all the same so thank you for that the same <laughs> i just no, have to give you a shout that's, out <laughs> that's you girl i know so for the record i know asta for a long time now because we were in the same bus and in the same school for undergrad that we went to i want to basically know that you pursued business at first and then yes. you switched to filmmaking the process <laughs> and i wanted to know like walk us through the process of your journey what led you to filmmaking oh well um i was a photographer when i was while i was pursuing business and then i just realized you know like i think i just took one internship where i just realized i didn't want to do a desk job really and something which didn't inspire me every day and movies were a big part of my life just generally like every friday we would be watching movies at the cinemas in dubai whatever the new film was good bad didn't matter we just had to go and you know check the shows out yeah then i just decided that this is something i would like to explore see where it takes me and now that i look back i think it's a very good decision that i made films just in general has they've always been a big part of my life i think even when we were in in high school or just generally watching them at home and i think that just really made me want to learn about it and then you know pursue it so i think that journey from there to here and you know the one coming forward it's all inspired by my love for movies in general what is your like your favorite movie genre and like you said like you got inspired by movies into going to filmmaking was there like a specific movie that kind of made you want to go into this industry yes so i was very inspired by this one movie which i watched uh, m night shyamalan movie split and i think i watched it in a cinema in dubai and this was back in 2016 when i was still contemplating which one what i wanted to do whether i wanted to do my masters in photography or in filmmaking and then the, watching that movie and i remember I, i think that was the first movie that i ever watched alone um and i just wanted to you know experience the whole 
process of how it's done because of the way that story was told i was mind blown and then i decided that hey okay you know what i'm going to look into this and then the second movie was the intern um with Anne Hathaway and uh, Robert De Niro yeah and i just absolutely loved it and i decided that you know what i'm going to actually you know do this um i think this is where i want to be and want to do and tell stories and as for the genre i i'm more focused towards um social dramas because i think it's important to reflect some part of your society when you're telling stories and as just as filmmakers you have a very big responsibility on your shoulders because you are telling stories which thousands of people will hopefully watch and you sure they should entertain you but then you also have to make sure that these stories really change uh something um along the lines or in the long run um so that's what i've really like liked watching um really picking out stories which you know even when even in generally in movies what we see i think just looking at just even like s- simple movies like uh, zindagi na mere ki dobara or something like that which really talks about human relations i think that is what brings me down to making and telling those kind of stories it's about human relations it's about interpersonalities of these characters and the complexities of these characters which are very real and you know audiences relate to it and not so much so of the flaky drama that uh, movies show Oh my god, I really like the way you think, especially with Zindagi na Mili Dibara. Like that was my favorite movie and you're right to talk about realness and all these other stuff that people may go through in real life. But I was also wondering like can you tell us about your for- first shooting experience? Yeah, absolutely. Uh that's long back. <laughs> that was three almost three years back now. <laughs> um yeah, I was cold feet and I was very nervous going into making movie i didn't know the d of being a director <laughs> and i was just really figuring it out along the way and i think i had i had a team and i had some experience in understanding how storytelling works mm. it's very subjective also you know like when you're when you're telling stories you're you're always going to yearn for being better so i think that was my starting point and the first movie we did was uh, in this very small house i think somewhere in um, east or west hollywood and there was a very shady area and I was just going up with like 10 people and shooting in a house and was, even that story was about you know like family and a, and a son who's upset about how his mother was always biased towards her sister his sister um only to realize why she took that decision later on so i think that from that time onwards i guess my story started being about women protagonists and uh, that first experience really helped me guide my stories to that direction great great i wanted to know more about some of your movies like for example the last rites which is actually doing really well and congratulations on that congrats <laughs> yeah tell us something about last rites and also walk us through yeah, yeah i yeah i am the writer director producer for all uh, for both the movies great. um the unsung feather was a movie which i did a year before i did the last rites and that was about an african american ballerina and highlighting any sort of racial discriminations and mm-hmm. uh, the stereotypical body type of what ballerinas are expected to have and that was a very new realm for me because i have never been to a ballet show or um i've never lived or have 
been friends with ballerinas so it was very difficult that way to tell a story um again for you know black women and representing them it's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders mm-hmm. and um, then moving to the last rides which was um a much bigger project in the scope of production and um, mm-hmm. we we shot this in Varanasi in India um the project is simply like this the story was inspired by a chain of events which was um i think one of the biggest um, one big um, person in india and his his uh, he passed away and his adopted daughter did his funeral rites and um i was just discussing that with my mom and you know i just questioned that you know why did you never do like um our grandparents uh, rites like why did all the sisters not do this and that just made me research a bit more on the topic itself and mm-hmm. really think about it that you know why women cannot um perform the last rites so um a lot of the stories that i read and i came across it was more about that you know they didn't have a reason to give to the priests or um uh, or to the religious institutions they didn't have a reasoning and i think mm-hmm. that's why i wanted to do the story and tell the story that if you have a reason which i try to give in the in the film mm-hmm. then it's possible you should you should be able to stand up for yourself and not be um threatened to be killed or things like that so mm-hmm. um it's uh it was uh it's it's a story that has raised some questions it has um gotten some light and a food for thought which was the goal mm-hmm. um the goal still remains that you know even if one woman is able to get her right to do the funeral rites a bit of any religion i think i'll be successful in whatever i was trying to tell mm-hmm. yeah like in any mm-hmm. culture like especially with the last rites like i in bollywood movies i've seen it always always done by a man so yes. talking about mm-hmm. that and questioning it and producing like a conversation based on a film is so interesting to me and should be re- and it's going to be really impactful for sure yeah i think even when once people started watching the movie too i had about five or six women reach out to me and telling me stories about how they were denied and how they had to fight for it and even oh, wow. after fighting with it they have to and that just felt like a whole community which never spoke about it because it's something i think which is in in any religion for that matter it's kind of buried and more more in the south asian communities a conversation people have never thought of having exactly. or had and i mean people question it but nobody really goes beyond questioning it that's and true. i think i think yeah that's just something which it's it's just these i think as society progresses we as women are also progressing from the way things were we were told to do and uh-huh. um having our opinions and having our uh, stand on um, on certain matters mm-hmm. it's it's getting better but i don't know if it's getting better faster you right. know it's it's taking its time its own sweet time a lot of tussle for that to happen i mean women have been fighting for this for years and now finally um we're getting somewhere but um i don't know if it's happening soon enough mhm mhm great so moving on to a next question that we have for you very interesting one is based on your imdb and also the stories that i follow of your instagram <laughs> i do know that you worked with singer and actor diljit dosanjh we want to know what was it like working with diljit dosanjh mm, he is he is a pop star <laughs> he is amazing and um it was it was an experience i won't lie i think being with 
a bollywood celebrity a punjabi celebrity didn't really feel that he was a celebrity because uh-huh. of the the humility that man has i think the way he carries himself the way he respects people um and he just really makes you feel like he's one of your own you know mm-hmm. you never feel that you're with um a celebrity that it's way and i think that was great yeah he was he was great to work with um he was he's a funny witty man very considerate very um you know he he understands he's very intelligent mm-hmm. um and i think it was it was a learning experience for me to to see that you know how a man keeps his um humility being no matter who he is no matter yeah uh, i think that is what is a very big inspiration and in how people should really think of acting upon when you know when they reach a certain status in the industry exactly i mean at the end of the day you cannot forget your roots right where you come from that's Absolutely. pretty important yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he knows his roots he knows and i think even just the music he did and it was just so much fun and he's so talented um i'm i'm really glad that they considered to make me a part of the team mm-hmm. uh, to get his videos yeah great great i saw the videos i have followed your stories yeah <laughs> so, that was one question i wanted to ask i actually sure. have um, a question since you also said you are also a writer can you talk about your writing process and how do you like come up with like these unique stories that are so impactful and like you know i just want to hear your whole writing process or how you get ideas oh first I think the writing process for me is um first it's a story because and because we are from a business background I think a lot of us are just research fanatics like we just need to have enough research done with anything we do um so that's where my process begins once I get the idea I would research it for a few months till I'm happy with it and I think there is scope for it um and it's not like you know all these ideas that I've had they just come to me like um of course they just come to me but it's like you have to go through many more ideas and then pick the one which is the best for you um so yeah i just go by that and then there's a certain structure we screenwriters are trained to follow and then we try to stick to those rules really just break the rules if we know the rules <laughs> and uh, build characters build dialogue uh, between these characters which is realistic um that's always a challenge but it's very rewarding if it lands where it's supposed to mm-hmm. that's great that's great thank you so much thank for sharing that for sure. with providing writers <laughs> are you currently working on a new project like is there any new film coming up or are you writing anything new yeah so um the last rights is being developed into a feature film as of now we're working on the screenplay we are trying to make a feature length a project out of it but it's only it's going to be very different from what the short film is okay. um it's going to address the issue that we did in the short film but it's going to be much larger than that and address several other issues that come along with it and actually make it like an independent film we're working on an upcoming short film uh which my brother who's also a filmmaker oh. he is uh, he's written it and he's directing it so we're working on that short film we're going to sh- shoot that in january we're very excited Ooh. for that yeah i have, have a couple of short films that i am working on too so we we have a few things Ooh, coming i can't up. wait to see that's things great that are coming yeah looking forward to it looking forward to thank it and you, you know that yeah. i always root for you asta you're always always support <laughs> i'm so lucky to have that um so we will move on to the next question which is if you had to choose between being a director 
or a producer, which one would you choose first? I would choose being a director. Mm, I think yeah I think there's a lot of um scope for me because I'm more of a creative producing does get technical at times if you're not a creative producer mm-hmm. or uh you know some something along the creative lines it gets uh-huh. challenging um I would definitely pick directing but it's important no, to know producing because as a director you can have crazy wild dreams but the budget will not fit that <laughs> so <laughs> having having to know having to know the business side of things is important which you know my undergrad really helped me with like mm-hmm. knowing the business side of just general businesses i think in projects really help be a decent producer mm-hmm. and then yeah but directing is always going to be my baby i think directing. i just want to <laughs> great <laughs> great and the most fun project that you enjoyed like directing which one was the best Or do you have a personal favorite? I think I think for me it's always going to be the last rise because I think it was one of the biggest projects mm-hmm. that I've done and the biggest like in the scope of budget and even how expansive the script is I think that for me by far has been my favorite because the challenges and the thrill of being uh, being in Varanasi and shooting the movie and with the team that amazing team and cast that I had mm-hmm. um I think that was brilliant not that other films were less but definitely my most favorite because i learned the most as well mm-hmm. um shooting in a country i've never lived in and um which i also call home finally yes. uh, yes. it was like very all tricky the bike kids oh <laughs> uh, the bike kids yeah well, we have nowhere to call home but we have so many places to call home exactly so yeah definitely my favorite do you have any advice for like young women that are trying to get into the film industry or trying to make it big into the film industry i just want to start by saying this one thing that it if if it was for very traditional south asian parents i think i would not have done this or be allowed to do this as they say but luckily my parents were very very supportive of this dream so i think first having a conversation about about it with them and telling them what you want to do and why you want to do that and then just going upward from there because you should really have to believe and have the passion to tell stories and to be a part of this industry because it's not an easy one it's it it seems very glamorous it seems that it's going to be always a always a icing on the cake but exactly. when you really go into it you're going to get a lot of burnt cakes and uh, a lot of mishaps and disasters but it's about having that strong mm-hmm. but so but despite it all i think never losing your passion and never getting detoured from what you want to do and why mm-hmm. you want to tell these stories i think having your ground and having your say and really having that say uh, mm-hmm. which will get you by and that's what i've experienced so mm-hmm. far for myself too i think you you need to believe in what you're doing more than anyone else believes in you Yeah, yeah, and that you go. That's what uh, keeps you yeah. going and pushing yourself into, you know, getting like success, you know, in life. Yeah, and just doing your own thing. I think not really getting. I, I personally had these times where I was very uh, influenced by what other people were de- doing or saying, but then it really just comes down to what you want to what say and what to. you want to, what you want to share as a storyteller. So I think. just comes down to believing in yourself and really believing in what you're doing more than you know anyone else will ever believe because they might not see what you're trying to do right now but down the line when they see the finished project product or project they mm-hmm. they'll really know mm-hmm. so um Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's okay to make mistakes. You're gonna make so many of them. That's You're gonna make so many of them. Every, and, you know, I, you, I you, think that's just I life. Mean, I mean, life is 
a yes. learning process. Because so. I used to say that mistake yeah. is an opportunity to learn, which is which it is. So, what is like your favorite hobby that is not directing or producing? I mean, that's your job, but do you have a hobby that's not that has, has nothing to do with film? Okay, this is gonna sound very cliche, but it's really <laughs> watching movies. <laughs> um, I I absolutely love doing that. But well, other than that, I love reading books and I love reading. It's, it's interesting stories. I think that's what also inspires the kind of stories I'm telling. So it's not just that. I love going outside and exploring cities, and I think that's traveling is one of the other things I absolutely love. I think that's why I also got into filmmaking. Don't tell anyone, but I did. <laughs> I just want to travel the world, uh, tell stories, and do things like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I like I'm, I'm like going. I like to go outside. That's be with my that's friends. That's nice. Family, yeah. Wait, did you love yeah. watching? Yeah. movies is it, we talked about what movie inspired you to go into filmmaking but what is your favorite movie those are totally different things that's so tricky there's so many <laughs> you're putting me on this okay I'll, I'll go by the recent one I'll go by the recent one I saw it's a movie by Abhishek Shah I think that's his name yeah Abhishek Shah and uh, it's called Hilaro it's, uh, it's a Gujarati oh. folk movie and uh, it will, it won a national award for I think best picture or best independent film something like that I, I watched the movie on an online festival right in the beginning of the pandemic and I was blown away I think the way it was done and the way it was planned it just felt amazing and perfect mm-hmm. um in the scope and other than that i think i really liked andadun um even though i'm I, i'm a sucker for like social dramas but for me like my personal entertainment genre is always um psychological thrillers something with a mystery to them so mm-hmm. yeah these these mm-hmm. two would be my top recent favorites. i feel like you know like recently in the recent years i feel like the indian cinema has evolved so much and yes they're like such fine movies recently like if anyone would ask me which movies are your go-to movies i think asta you know that pretty well like from my stories yeah. on instagram i would watch zindagi na milegi dobara any day yeah uh, piku um I think and comedy wise I think some of my favorites were Aishman I Shura. love Aishman Khurana the best oh, was Vicky Burfi I think that uh-huh. was the best so, yeah I th- I think like it it's cinema has changed so much in the last few years even exactly. with these online platforms and everything it's become so much more so expansive yeah. in the kind yes. of stories that are being told and like i think they're really tapping into the audiences too now the the younger audience i think they want to see something more which is relatable right. and more fun and realistic rather than old school drama um, not that anything's bad in the old school drama but having right, yeah. too much of it also um affects the society a little bit and i think the uh, the filmmakers too are mm-hmm. coming up very responsibly with the stories Exactly. Um, something new, something different, and um, it's just more accessible to people, I think, too. So right. it's it's good. And I'm, I, I'm glad that's happening. Yeah, and I I'm away. I'm really amazed by the kind of topics they're talking about, mm-hmm. the kind of subject matters that you know mm-hmm. they are right. working on because these were these were the kind of genres that were never talked about right. before. I think since I would like to say since 2010, 2011 onwards. I saw that there were many movies that were touched upon and there's still mm-hmm. a lot of place to work on. Um there's still a lot of other topics that people need to talk about, make movies on. This is really a good progress like in terms yeah. of social. Yeah. I definitely you agree because like I I would like to believe I'm a Bollywood enthusiast. I've been watching like Bollywood movies since I was 4 and 
I would like to say, like, I think Bollywood definitely did get more progressive and, like, very, like, real with their movies, like, later on, like, in the mid, in the mid-2010s mm-hmm. to later on, they start, they start portraying, like, real movies, like, real stories, like, um, like, basically with, like, actors, like, like, I will also like to hear about real thoughts, real issue, what's going on in the, you know, what's going on in the South Asian community, like, yeah. hearing that yeah. sounds nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I it, I think one of the best examples for those kind of movies which are really talking about something was Thappar oh, uh, they had oh, I don't know if you I guys watched have watched that it movie so it many was times. so yeah it it was mind blowing yes. I think the way this addressed such an important issue which you know you necessarily wouldn't um not it's something which everyone speaks about but again it's one of those stories that you know it it never came up out on the front and i think it was a very powerful role that tapsi played to just right. describing what it is like being in a marriage and how it's just one i think those kind of stories is what people really like at least people like me or you know people like us we we're, we're, mm-hmm. we've grown up in households and we've grown up and we've heard stories from our neighborhoods right. and things like that where things like this happened but nobody um no woman actually has stood up right. and said that no i'm not going to take this anymore exactly. i'm going to walk away exactly. um so stories like that are very important and i think i'm glad that filmmakers are actually working on these kind of stories rather than just sticking to the old school drama and like you said that is nothing wrong in having that too it's just it's good when you start incorporating mm-hmm. both together exactly like when i watched tupper the first time like i was like oh wow that messaging is it is so subtle and like it was not like they were right. trying to prove a point But then mm-hmm. at the same time the message was so clear. I don't even know how to put it in words. Like it was so mm-hmm. powerful. It was not like there was a lot of right. things happening at the same time, but the message given in every scene and every in every argument and things like that, it was really subtle and yeah. really powerful. Like I think the also like just technical aspects of it the filmmakers in India like with at least the more small budget mm-hmm. lower like higher impact movies I think is that they're really understanding where the screenwriting right. comes from because you know the following a certain structure which hollywood follows and implementing that in movies back in india i think that's very great because that's why even zoya the movies are really like because the structure they follow it's very evident of like a character's journey and what the end goal yeah, is and everything exactly. like you know right from the beginning so it feels more complete and it feels like a good movie that's why the cinema now has been more appreciated than the older cinema as much because of course the audiences have changed the yeah, world totally has progressed um, and it's so good yeah it's so good um, back then, I yeah. have actually <laughs> one fun question okay so Asa you know that's need for a very long time and and i just wanted to I know do. if you want to make or direct a biopic for Tasneem which actress would you cast <laughs> oh my god oh, i told you it was going to be a fun oh. question knows all the asta knows all the ups and downs in there but <laughs> <laughs> well i i would be the person i would ask this name who do you want to cast but then um i'm thinking swara bhaskar Oh, I love her. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm thinking her. She's so out there, and she yeah. knows what she's doing, and she has such strong and good opinions about things. And I think that's that's her. I I I just see the face of that. But the same, do you have anyone else in mind? Just let me know. The same, do you have anyone else in mind? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was thinking 
about <laughs> um i was thinking about trini senen but <laughs> i uh, i can actually see that yeah she is i real. can see that <laughs> like she like she's like she's very like direct with like everything she says like i which is like you're you're yeah. that's mean you're totally like that too like you you will like you will never like sugarcoat anything you'll be like direct yeah but straightforward yeah yeah uh-huh it it works in my favor and most of the times it doesn't work in my favor but <laughs> thanks for the important people in my life who understand that along the lines but also <laughs> i'm grateful to have oh, you guys in my life but asa <laughs> if you ever need shara khan please let me know <laughs> i've been trying to i will up. let you know i, I would be very lucky get, myself but i will let you know i've been trying to get this man's attention since i was 4 <laughs> so so you figure it out <laughs> just let me know yes and asa if you meet Uh, Ranbir Singh, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will take you with. Aww, I'll take you guys with me so whenever sweet. I meet these guys. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Asta, thank you so much for coming to our show today and talking to us about women in filmmaking. I had so much fun hearing your perspective about filmmaking, and thank you for sharing your thoughts. Also listeners thank you for listening to us talk about today's topic we want to let you know that we are not experts in these subject matters this is a regular conversation from our perspectives and experiences with our guests about issues that matter if you feel the same way or have an opinion about this topic please let us know by emailing us at uniquelymeboys@gmail.com i hope you all took something from today's episode and this is us tangine and tasneem uniquely me signing off <laughs>